As we look to the secure enterprise today, what is the need for privileged identity management? Hi, this is Tom Field, Vice President of Editorial with Information Security Media Group. Discussing this topic today with Bill Mann. He's the Chief Products Officer with Centrify Corporation. Bill, thanks so much for joining me today. Good to be here. Bill, to start with, talk to me a little bit about the key link between some of the recent high-profile breaches that we've all heard about and privileged identities. So that's a good question because uh, if you examine maybe uh, the the recent Verizon data breach report or the the Mandiant report that recently came out, there, there's something common across these uh, these two independent reports, and the commonality is the fact that they both highlight the fact that if privileged users were managed or better managed, that the risk would have been less less so for the organizations that were inflicted with the, the with the breaches and so forth. You know, that's kind of the, the link, right? And uh, these privileged users are really the users who have access to the data that's inside the data center. So if you think of a healthcare organization or a financial services organization that's storing, let's say, credit card information or social security information and so forth, the, the bad guys are really trying to, you know, steal large quantities of data, and that's what we're reading in the press. And the, the APTs, the advanced persistence threats, they somehow get into the organization and they target the servers that have got this data, and they actually target the accounts that give them access to that data, and those accounts are called privileged users or privileged accounts or privileged identities. But either way, those accounts give access to what we kind of call the keys to the kingdom. And once those accounts are jeopardized and have been compromised in some way, that's how the bad guys end up stealing a lot of information. So that's the the, the, the big link between these high-profile breaches and the identity management space. So, Bill, as a follow-up to that, how has the modern enterprise changed the way that we approach privileged identity? That's a big one because... The way I've kind of described it in, 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 the, in the first answer almost kind of made it seem like the data is sitting inside the data center, and if you're able to protect that data, then you know the world's going to be a better place for the enterprise. But that's just not the case anymore. What's happening now is all enterprises are becoming very fragmented. You know, we there's a decrimatization happening across all organizations. And it's happening because of three things. One is there's mobile users. You know, all of us are mobile users, and we, are, we want to be able to access our information from wherever we are, and we don't want to actually go into the office anymore to do the job that we previously were doing a couple of years ago. So that means the data has to be delivered to us and in a form factor that's, you know, obviously readily available on our handsets and our mobile tablets and so forth. So that means... The data is no longer inside the enterprise anymore. It's, you know, it's, it's sitting inside the enterprise, but it's traversing the whole internet before it gets to the, the target uh, user of that uh, of that data. The second is infrastructure as a service or cloud uh, infrastructure. So most enterprises now, even though they may not want to admit to this, are either using um, cloud you know uh, data centers to complement their on-premise data centers or they're contemplating moving in that direction. Nobody's really building out large data centers anymore. 
I mean, the, the enterprises that have data centers already uh, obviously maintaining them. They've already invested in those data centers, so it doesn't make sense for them to kind of downsize those data centers. But in terms of, you know, increasing capacity and so forth, they're not looking to add more data centers. Instead, they're using the cloud instead. So that means now that the cloud has got servers, and those servers have obviously got information in those uh, that, are, that that is critical for the enterprise. The third is what I call outsource IT. The very fact that in the previous world, employees and consultants used to work for the enterprise, and they used to go into into the data center, access the data, and so forth. But now we're in a again a very fragmented world where we've got outsource IT. Uh, organizations who are helping us maintain the data centers that we've got. So now they've got access to the data as well. So, you know, these three things, mobile, infrastructure as a service, and outsource IT, is really leading to this uh, deprimatization of the data center, which is what I call the modern enterprise, because, you know, the enterprise is moving in that direction purely because it wants to be competitive. Uh, it wants to innovate, it wants to do more with less, it wants to build new applications and so forth, right? It doesn't want to stand still and and, and play with, uh, with, with, a, with a set of tools that um, no longer enable it to be competitive anymore. So that's really what's happening. And, you know, these changes of, you know, an enterprise moving towards this kind of modern enterprise environment means that the challenges around data protection and privacy and obviously privileged users become very different as well. Well, that's exactly where I wanted to take you next. Given what you've just painted for us, this picture of the modern enterprise, what's wrong with how enterprises traditionally approach identity management? So the traditional way of managing identity has been, um, you know, one based upon an on-premises kind of deployment of products. So the products themselves have to be deployed on-premise inside the data center. They have to be set up. They have, you know, you have to buy servers, hardware, databases. You have to worry about backup and restore and so forth. Uh, you need to train your people to run an identity, you know, management, you know, software and so forth. So that's that's one part of it. And as we know, with uh, you know, applications moving to the cloud, let's say Salesforce.com and so forth. They've taught us that that's not just the only way to deliver software anymore, that we can deliver software from the cloud. So an organization who's buying Salesforce no longer has to worry about the, the managing Salesforce, the applications, but folks can focus instead on um, you know, sales, targets, and so forth, right? So that's one thing that's true for the identity management space as well. Uh, the, the very fact that organizations in the past had to be knowledgeable about identity management and running these systems, but they don't really need to be if it was delivered as a service. This, so that's really the form factor, the delivery form factor. And with that delivery form factor comes things such as, you know, purchasing on a subscription basis versus buying perpetual, which obviously makes it easier for the organization to uh, acquire these products and, you know, implement these solutions and so forth. The third is really the use cases. The, the very fact that I've, I've said earlier on that the use case now is a combination of on-premise plus these modern enterprise use cases of mobile and outsource IT and infrastructure as a service means that, you know, running things on-premise, you know, can make sense, but doesn't have to make sense anymore. The very fact that over a period of time, 
there's there's probably you know if you take a normal organization today, a lot of the data is on premise. But that you know that 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 equilibrium will start to tip towards the cloud at some point. And you know you know in a couple of years time, it's not going to be very clear to us anymore where more of our confidential data is. Is it on premise or is it in the cloud? And certainly as you you know, as organizations already use, you know, Salesforce.com and other, you know, cloud-based applications, Box and Dropbox and so forth, the, the, there's a blurring line between what's, uh, you know, where your data is and so forth. So that's really the the problems with the with the existing systems out there. They don't, they want their on-premise, and by virtue of them being on-premise, it's it's more complex for the organization to actually purchase them, them uh, build them, you know, deploy them and so forth. And then the next one is the use cases themselves. And the use cases themselves kind of demand the, the deployment of the identity management solutions to be very different as well. Well, Bill, with that as context, what are some of the privileged identity management practices that you recommend? And what's it take in terms of tools and skills to be able to adopt these practices and really make them work? From a practice point of view, you know, the best practice that we've learned, and we've learned this, you know, been in this market for 10 years with a lot of our customers that deployed the solution. So, you, you know, we've really been able to learn what, you know, what are some of the, the tool sets and the, the philosophies for, for building a, um, a system to really protect privileged users. So the first thing is uh, what we call identity consolidation. Um, this is all around making sure that if there's a privileged user within the organization, that privileged user is authenticating themselves with a single identity. Um, the last thing you want in an organization is for an IT user to have one way of authenticating themselves, let's say, to a Unix machine and a different way to authenticate themselves to a Windows machine and, a, and an even different way to authenticate themselves to a network device, let's say, a Cisco router and so forth. I mean that's that's just leading to the, the the problems that you know malicious attackers take advantage of, you know, the fact that there's different users and different identities and so forth. So the first thing we we recommend is consolidating them on a single directory. So whenever let's say Bill, the IT administrator, logs onto any system, he's logging in with exactly the same credentials every single time. And this means basically removing you know, the multitude of directories that you might have within, within an, an environment and consolidating onto one directory. And what we actually find within a lot of um, enterprises is enterprises use Active Directory already. I mean, it's becoming and has become kind of the de facto directory for the environment. And we basically rationalize on Active Directory. So obviously for Windows machines, you authenticate via Active Directory, but also your Unix machines and your network devices and everything else you basically authenticate to Active Directory. The next is managing privileged accounts and privileged users. So for, the, for privileged users themselves, these are individuals within the enterprise who've got access to, you know, perform IT tasks. So let's say you're a, an Oracle DBA, you need to have access to be able to restart the Oracle database. What we recommend is that users should log in as themselves and then elevate their privileges to conduct their, the specific tasks that they're being requested to uh, to run. So in this case, Bill would log in onto the Unix machine 
and would elevate his access so he can restart the Oracle database. And what we recommend for organizations is to set it up in that configuration so you absolutely know that Bill logged onto that account, onto that, onto that machine, and you absolutely know that Bill was then given privileged access to perform the, the relevant functions and so forth. The other aspect of managing privileges is actually managing privileged accounts as well. So privileged accounts are the accounts that are sometimes referred to as system accounts. Um, so, for instance, whenever you install an Oracle database on a Unix machine, there's an account called Oracle DBA that's been created. Again, on a Unix machine, there's an account called root. Uh, so these are what are, I define as privileged accounts. They're also known as service accounts. And these are accounts that should not be used a lot of times at all. They should be used only if there's a situation that requires them to be used. So, for instance, the root account should only be used, let's say, if the server has actually gone down and you need to literally walk into the data center and log onto that, you know, onto that Unix machine and restart it with, a, with obviously having root access. Or the Oracle DBA account is used in a situation where all the other privileges may not give people enough access and you need to kind of have the, 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 the global privileges for the Oracle DBA account to perform those tasks. So in that case, what we recommend is those accounts are vaulted within a password vault and there's a procedure for checking in and checking out those accounts and only people who have got access to check those accounts out can check those accounts out and every time those accounts are checked out, that are checked out for a certain period of time, let's say for an hour for that person to conduct the task, and then there's a check-in process as well. So this, this area about managing privilege is broken out into privilege, privilege identities for the individual users and privilege accounts for these service accounts. The third recommendation is for both of those privilege accounts and privilege identities, we recommend session monitoring. Uh, in other words, you know, recording exactly what these individuals actually performed while they were logged onto those target machines so that for future forensics or for investigation purposes, you, we, you know, the organization can actually scan the logs to find out exactly what these individuals actually uh, did. Now, let's go back to the, the question you asked right at the beginning, which is around the breaches and so forth. So if a malicious piece of code was deployed on a Unix machine and somehow got hold of a, an individual's account or a shared account, they would actually, you know, log in as those shared accounts, perform some, from, perform some functions such as, you know, copying data out of an Oracle database and so forth. So all of those sessions would be recorded such that uh, an organization can actually look at those, you know, logs and, and find out exactly the, uh, the time, um, the data that's been, you know, you know, removed out of the organization and so forth. So that's our recommendation. It's identity consolidation, um, managing the privileged users, both privileged users and accounts, and then thirdly, doing session monitoring. And, you know, this recommendation is all based on the fact that organizations should fundamentally be securing the individual users and, you know, requesting that those users log in as themselves versus you know, using shared accounts. And that's a, that's a big difference with, between the way we think about this versus the way other vendors think about this problem. They think about the problem 
mainly from a service account basis, but we think it's very important for organizations to really reduce the risk for themselves and implement you know, what's generally known in the security industry as least privileged access. So giving Bill you know, the authority to only conduct the task that he needs to conduct to do his particular task. So Bill, let's bring this back to Centrify. In a nutshell, what are some of the solutions that you're offering your customers to enhance their level of privileged identity management? So what we provide is we provide two solutions, and they both work together. One of the solutions is called uh, Centrify Service Suite. This is a solution that implements um, uh, identity consolidation. It also implements um, identity privilege users for the end users, and it also implements session monitoring. Um, then there's a, a second solution called um, Privilege Service. This is a solution that works alongside the Centrify Service Suite, and this provides the bulking capabilities. And that particular solution is delivered from the cloud, and it also allows the organization to implement some of those modern use cases that I spoke about earlier on uh, for the mobile user, for the outsourced IT, and so forth. So in combination, these two solutions provide the most comprehensive solutions in the, in the market for managing privileged users. And, of course, most important question, Bill, what are the results that your customers are reporting to you on how they've enhanced their level of privileged identity management? What's the feedback? Well, the feedback is fundamentally around reducing risk. And, I mean, and that's why customers are buying these solutions. You know, it's all about reducing risk. It's not about eliminating risk. Uh, I mean, obviously, everybody wants to be able to eliminate risk. But, you know, fundamentally, this is about reducing risk. Um, customers buy the solutions for eliminating risk, for um, passing compliance mandates, because if they're in any other the healthcare or the financial vertical, they actually have to put controls in place. And, and solutions like ours are controls. Um, typically, a, a financial organization will be requested, you know, is there controls in place to protect your confidential data and, and implementing a centrified service suite, a centrified privilege service are controls. And lastly, it's around gaining visibility into the organization, uh, into the risks associated within the organization, uh, around uh, attacks and so forth as well. So the information that we gather about um, people accessing um, servers and so forth is fed into other uh, log management systems, uh, which are used to correlate information from ourselves, and network devices and other things happening in the, within the enterprise so that the enterprise has got more visibility around all threats and vectors around threats within the organization. Well, Bill, very well said. I appreciate your time and your insight today. Thank you very much. Cheers. Thank you. The topic has been the need for privileged identity management. I've been speaking with Bill Mann, Chief Products Officer with Centrify Corporation. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.